This is Gemara in Ksubis, Daf, Ayin, Gimel, all learning for this month. The month of Elul has been generously sponsored as an incredible schos, Elin Neshama, for Estel Rezel, Basra Meir, Mirz Hashem. The learning of the entire Chabura as we march towards Rosh Hashanah should bring Esther Rezel, Basra Meir, an incredible Elias Neshama, higher, higher in her place in Ganeid and We pick it up, we just finished learning the Mishnah on Ayin Bez, Amid Bez. And the Mishnah discussed the din of one who marries a woman on condition that she has no nidarim. And then we find out that indeed she does have nidarim. Or he marries someone without specifying and we find that she has nidarim. In the first case we said they are not married. In the second case we said they're married but she does not get her ksuba. Says the Gemara, before we get into that fine nuance of the difference between case A and case B in the Mishnah, we begin that apparently our Mishnah is a bit redundant. Says the Gemara, Tananami. And we learned as well, Gabe Kedushin. We learned as well the same exact carbon Gabi Mishnah with regard to Kedushin. Kiai Gavna. So ask the Gemara, I don't understand. Our Mishnah says a halach or says two halachis. The Gemara in Kedushin says the exact same thing. Why? Answers the Gemara, Achak Ksubis is Trichalei. And our Mishnah, the focus is the din of Ksuba, the second din of the Mishnah. Tana Kedushin, Atu Ksubis. So once it was saying the Allah of Ksubis, it parenthetically almost, Derech Agav, it is brought along the Allah of Kedushin. Whereas Hasam over there in Kedushin is Kedushin is Trichalei. Over there, the main focal Chiddush is Kedushin. Tana Ksubis, Atu Kedushin. So over there, it brought down the Din of Ksubis because it brought down Kedushin. So each place, the Allah is being brought down really for the other entity. Now we continue and try to figure out what are these Nidarim that the Mishnah is discussing. Says the Gemara, over eight lines from the end of Ayin Beis and the following nedarim, they said, If she makes a nedar, that she will not eat meat, she will not drink wine, nor will she wear color clothing. What's the big deal about these things? Why does the husband necessarily clear? So Rashi over here points out the reason is, the reason is because, these are entities that cause her to be repulsive, unattractive, and that's the reason why they make a difference to the husband. Tananami Hachi, the Gemara continues, it brings Araya, Bilanudavarim, Amru, Tvarim Shishbem, Inui Nefesh, things that cause the afflict, affliction of herself. Continues the Gemara and says, Rabbapa was delving, was wondering, was questioning our Mishnah. Ahai. On what case does the Mishnah refer to? Ilima Reisha. If we're referring to the first case, what was the first case? So again, this is, we, re- we began today with this introductory remark. What was case number one? Case number one was that he married her without, excuse me, that he married her with the Tanai. He married her with the clearest implication. He does not want her to have Nidarim, and then she did. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. So now we're saying, which type of Nidarim? Ask our Papa, I don't understand. If he specified clearly he doesn't want his wife to have Nidarim, so what's the difference? What type of Nidarim? 
He said, I don't want to learn the Dharma, and she does. It must go on the end of the Mishnah. What was the Seifa? Which he married her without any stipulation. And then we find out that she has these Nidharim. And these are the cases which the Mishnah says, there are married, but she loses her Ksuba. And this is where the Gemara is explaining for which items will we say she's married, but... She will lose her ksuba. The items that we began off, she won't eat meat, wine, won't get dressed, the color of clothing, things that make her unattractive to her husband. Rav Ashi Amar, that's Pshan number one. That's Rav Papa. Says Rav Ashi, Really, it's going on the Rav Really, it's going on the first case of the Mishnah, in which he specified he does not want his wife to have an and even though he said, I want specifically a wife without Nadarim, says the Gemara, he's only able to be makbid on things that people are generally makbid on. And she thinks that people are makbid on having kpeda that's considered a kpeda that would force that it's not a marriage. He can't be caring about things that people do not generally care about. And these are the entities which the Gemara explains, things that affect him. That is where he has the ability of saying, I married you, I didn't want to dart him, and therefore they are not married. Continues the Gemara, two lines from the bottom. Itmar. We spoke about in our Mishnah case of, he did Kedushin with the tonight of Nodadarim. Or we spoke about a case of Konsastam, they just got married. Now the Gemara entertains, what happens if we have a bit of each? Kitsha al he buried her on condition that she has no Nidarim, but then, Vikonsa, then he went and he did a Nisuin Stam, he just did Nisuin and he didn't say anything. So what is the status of this marriage? Rav Omar, Sricha, Imenu, Geshmol, Omar, Einoi, Sricha, Imenu, Get. Amachlik is Rav and Shmuel, whether they are indeed married, says Rav, you went, even though you spoke out of condition by the Erisin, but then you went and you got married, Sam, without saying anything, you're a married man. And therefore, she needs a get to be, he needs to give her a get to get divorced. Shmuel says, no, they're not married. So what exactly is this Machlik says the Gemara, Amar Abaya explains Abaya. Turning over to, um, actually, trying to turn over. One moment, let's turn over over here. There we go. Turning over to Ayin Gimel and Aleph. And now everyone who was perhaps nervous about the timing, you realize why we were not nervous, because a bit of a short Amit Aleph. Turning over to Amit Aleph explains Abayi, what is Pshaloi Tema, time with the Rav, Kivon, Shekhan Sastam. Don't say that the reasoning of Rav is because he married her without saying anything. He didn't sue when he did chuppah without saying anything. And therefore, what? Don't say that the reason of Rav is because since he married without saying anything, therefore, that's in essence being Michael forgiving and saying, I don't care about my stipulation. Rather, says Abayo, at the time of the Rav, you know really what the reason of Rav was? It wasn't merely because the fact that he didn't assume without specifying anything that means he's willing to get married without any strings attached. But rather, explains Abayo, Rav is of the opinion, What does that mean? That means we assume that any time there's going to be a, an act of intercourse, an act of intimacy between husband and wife, we assume that a Jewish person wants that act 
to be considered a real act. And he doesn't want it to be considered znos. And therefore, because they were together as husband and wife, we assume the fact that they were together, that was the Kedushin. And that's the reason why Rav says they need a get. So again, Abayi is explaining the reason, according to Rav, you need a get is not necessarily because the fact that it didn't assume without specifying shows that he was Michael, who forgave on his tonight that she doesn't have Nadarim. But rather, the reason is, explains Abayi, because Rav is of the opinion that the that once they were together, we assume them being together is for a marriage. Says the Gemara, and of course, and what does Shmuel say for the fact that he says, Ain't no Shmuel holds, And therefore, the fact they were together is inconsequential. It does not function as a marriage. So says the Gemara, so the way that you Abayi just explained the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel is whether comments the Gemara, how Rav and Shmuel already argued about this. We learned, This reminds us of our Yavamis days. A Ketano, who was married off by her mother or brother, did not do Mion. Mion, of course, is walking out of the marriage. And she grew up and she stayed with her husband. And then she goes. So she stayed with her husband. Let's just say for argument's sake, she's 15 right now. She's been with her husband for two and a half years as a G'dayla. Then, one day she gets up and marries another man. What is the status of the second marriage? Rav Amar, says Rav, she does not need a get for the second person. Why not? The fact that she stayed with her first husband once she was a G'dayla, an adult. They slept together, they worked together. The act that they were together, that itself functions as Kedushin. The B'ilah is never going to be Zinus according to Rav. And therefore the fact that they were together functions as a marriage. And therefore the fact that she went and married someone else is nothing. And they don't need a get from the second person. Shmuel Amar, of course the opposite. Sricha, get me shemi. Because Shmuel holds, And the fact that she was together with another man is now a new Kedushin. Aye, she lived with her first husband for two and a half years. As a G'dayla, it's inconsequential, says Shmuel. And you need a get from the second one. So asks the Gemara, according to Abayah, why do we need Rav and Shmuel arguing about the same thing two times? Explains the Gemara and answers, If we only said the case in the case of this young girl, the second case, I would have thought, I would have thought, you know why Rav holds over there the fact that she's married is a form of Kedushin. The reason is because there was never a tonight, there was never a stipulation. So we assume that she was married to that man. In our case, the In our case, the mere fact that there was a tonight, Rav, maybe we would think that Rav would agree with Shmuel that she's not doing a full condition because she, he, she, there was a condition. He's not doing a full condition because there was a condition stated prior, and therefore, even though they were together, maybe it is bilasnos. Be it mar bahan. If it only said our case, welcome or Shmuel. Maybe only Shmuel said it's then over there. Avol bahach, but in the second case, mother of the Rav. Maybe you agree to Rav Srikha, and that is the reason why we need both cases. So we're answering that we could explain that both our Mishnah and the Mishnah over there is Machlik is Rav and Shmuel with regard to whether Adamai Sebilas Abilas Nos, and there needs a, there's a Chiddush by each. Continues the Gemara, four lines on the bottom, Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. What is the status, said our Mishnah, if they get married without any Tanayim, any stipulations, and then one day he finds out that his wife has Nadarim? 
He's allowed to divorce her, and he does not have to give her a ksuba. So the Gemara is medayik. The Gemara infers that for the Mishnah it implies the ksuba He doesn't have to give her a ksuba. Hagita baya. But it sounds like they're married. Sounds like he needs to give her a get. My love. So says the Gemara. What was the case? The Mishnah said kansa stop. The Mishnah said they got married without specifying anything. But what actually happened? Suggest the Gemara. My love. The kitchal tonight. That the original condition was al tanai. The original condition was there was a condition. And only afterwards, the consistam. And yet we see that a get is required. What's the reason it must be? The fact that they were together, that act of being together is kedushin. Because they ain't not the vice of Yilas, of Yilas, and us. To Yofta, this Shmuel. And it's a bomb kasha on Shmuel. So continues the Gemara as we turn over the page. And the Gemara says, good kasha on Shmuel, but no. Like, you know what's going on over here? Whoop. One second, pardon, let's get that back. There we go. Says the Gemara Loi. You know what's going on over here? Kidsha, stop. The case is that they got married, stop. Vikonsa, stop. Excuse me. Loi, Kidsha, stop. Vikonsa, stop. The case they did the Kedushin, stop. And the Nisuin, stop. There were no Tenoyim, there were no stipulations. And that's the reason why they need a get. And that's the reason why it's valid. And it's not a Kasha and Shmuel. Ask the Gemara, what do you mean? But what would have been that case according to Shmuel? If there was a kid tonight by the Kedushin and then they got married, Stam, it would seem, it would seem that according to Shmuel, it would be the same din Gita. So the problem is that the for the fact that the Mishnah said that case in Selena Darim in Mikdashes listi kotzes tamanim Selena Darim in Mikdashes should have said even the bigger chedesh v'kolshkein on certainly this case. So ask the Gemara seemingly if what you're saying is true according to Shmuel it should have said that in the Mishnah. Answers the Gemara Chanami Kama says the Gemara you really that's what the Mishnah means. But you know, you have to read the Mishnah. Someone marries a woman on condition that they're not And then he marries her. And now, you know, we infer. But you do need a get. So the Gemara explains. That don't be Madaik the Mishnah you and suggested, but rather we have another way of learning up the Mishnah. Asks the Gemara that based on what we just said, an explanation according to Shmuel, that there was no Tanai, there was no stipulation made by the Irisin, and the, the Kedushin is, they are married, but she does not get her Ksuba. Says the Gemara, one second. Ksuba hudulay baya. Hagita baya. So it sounds like she doesn't get a Ksuba, but she needs a get. But how are you splitting this hair? How are you telling me that she doesn't get her ksuba, but they're married and she has to get her get? get. Explains the Gemara. The reason she doesn't get her ksuba is why dummy Evshabi should not join us. Because the husband could claim, I don't need a wife. I don't want a wife that makes the darim. But if that claim is believed, that claim also says he never wanted to marry her. And that claim also says that he should not have to give her a get. So answers the Gemara, Teretz number one, Amar You're right. It's a get midirabanan. That the whole din of the Mishnah is a din dirabanan requiring a get. Why? Because we don't want people to think that they got divorced without a get. Teretz number one of Rabbah. 
Rava Amar, Teretz number two, Tana Sfuki Misavkalei. Explains Rava, the Tana of our Mishnah is not sure. The Tana is the Mishnah not sure. If he could say, I, because he didn't make it tonight, is he able to say, I, didn't, I never wanted this. So, So when it comes to money, anytime you want to collect money, you have, to, you have the burden of proof. So you wife, you want to get your ksuba, bring proof. You don't have proof, you don't get your ksuba. But with regard to Israel, we also have to be machmer due to the suffix, and therefore they can't, and therefore they have to, yes, give a get. So now, says the Gemara, that's how we're going to answer Shmuel in the Mishnah. But now, the Gemara goes back. And we explained that the Machleik is Rav in Shmuel was whether we assume Adam, Oisev, Yilasei, Bilasenos. That was the way that Rav, Abaya explained it. Rav held, In Adam, Oisev, Bilasenos. And anytime husband and wife are together, we assume that that act of intercourse is a form of marriage. And Shmuel said, no. Omar Rabba. So now the Gemara is going all the way back. And says the Gemara, I'm now going to tell you a different way of learning the Machloikes. Different way of learning, excuse me, I don't know what's going on over here. A different way of learning the Machloikes between Rav and Shmuel. Omar Rav Machloikes, the fourth white line, Betoos Shtei Nashim. The Machloikes is when there's a Toyas, a mistake, with two different women. Avo Betoos Yishachas Devrakol, Einoi Tzricha Heimenu Ket. The din of the Mishnah is only going to be when the man made a tenai, that she does not have any in the tarim, and the woman, and the woman, what happened? She did not tell him that she was in fact a woman that had the tarim. So explains the gemara. It's only going to be a machloikas when there are two different women. But when it's one woman, then everyone holds she does not require a get. Says the gemara. This is the way again. Rabbah is explaining the machloikas. Rabbah and Shmuel. So Amr Le Abaya Abaya, who if everyone remembers was the way who explained it originally, said Abaya one second, Ramasita does Achasi. Our Mishnah never mentioned the second woman. Everyone here is thinking, two women, what's going on? The Mishnah didn't have that. And yet become Masvina And we asked on Shmuel from our Mishnah. So clearly the Machlaikis Rav and Shmuel is not with a second woman because we asked from our Mishnah when there's only one woman. So Ella explains the Gemara, six lines into the white lines, Yitmar, Rachi, Yitmar. If you want to explain a new way of learning the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel, you can say as follows. In a way that is similar to two women. So explains the Gemara, that in a case where one marries a woman with a Tanai, that she has no Nadar, and then he wants to divorce her. And then he took her back. So it's really only one woman going on over here. But it's Ka'in. It's as if there's two women because he married her once with a tonight or no Nadarim. This is how Rashi explains. And then he divorced her. And then he married her again. And the second time what happened was he did not repeat the Nadar. So what's the story with the second marriage? We have Talos Isha Achaz Ka'in as if there are two women. That's going to be the Machlaikas. Rav and Shmuel. Rav is going to say the second marriage is valid and Shmuel is going to say no. So Abayi again asks on Rav's explanation of the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel. 
if he married her, or in the case of someone gets married less than a Shavapruta, or a child that gets married, even though they send gifts, which sometimes we assume the gifts are a form of Kedushin afterwards, she is not married. Why? only sent the gifts for the first Kedushin. But if any of these cases, they were together, they slept together, they're considered to be married. No, even if they were together, that does not consider that they are married. So explains Zavaya. This Brisa is the Tazisha It's one woman, and yet, Upaligi. And yet, we see this is a Machlik, it's not a common of Shemen Yehuda. So explains the Gemara, explains Zavaya, my love, the Taz, the Tarim. Is it not a case that is a case that's a tayis of Nidarim? And the Tanakhama says that if they were together, we assume that there's Kedushin. And, and Rav Shimon Yudah says no. So says Abayah, this Brisa is mimicking perfectly the Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. And seemingly, it's not that there's one marriage, as if there's two marriages, one woman gets married two twice. Says Abayah, it seems clearly that they're arguing whether Adam Moses be less, be less than us. Explains the Gemara, Says the Gemara, no, you know what the Bryce is referring to when it says Taz? Doesn't mean anything about Nadarim. It means it was less than Shavabruta. Says the Gemara, but the Bryce listed that as a case. Kitchabitas, it said. Explains the Gemara, the Bryce was explaining itself. Kitchabitas, Kate said, what is the case of marrying Bitas? They got married with less than a Shavapruta. And now on that explains the Gemara So what exactly is the Machlikis Tanakama and Rav Shimon Yehuda now that we explain the Raisa in a way that Abayu cannot argue? A person knows you can't get married less than a Shavapruta. So when they were slept together, he did it for the sake of marriage. Umar Savar and Shimon Yudel, the Enam Yudish inclusion of the book of a brut of Chikaboyel, I take the Jews of Shine Ball, and therefore they're not considered married. So the Gemara concludes that we have two different ways of explaining Machlaik as Rabbi Shmuel. We have Abayi's way of explaining, and we have Rabba's way of explaining. Abayi tried to ask on Rabba, the Gemara deflected that Kasha. Now Abayi is going to continue with numerous more questions on the way that Rabba explains the Braisa. But we're going to leave it for here, and we're going to pick it up from Ace Bay, the next Kash of Abaya, and the next year, Bisiyata Dishmaya.